0: Welcome back to my cozy corner of the internet, I'm Maya Star and today we have another unscripted video. In this unscripted video, I'm going to be answering some of your questions about energy healing and spiritual development, specifically about the effects of body art or tattoos on our energy. I'll be talking about the latest channeled meditation and the latest Maya Star updates, including the current special offer, which is for the Dolphin Heart Reiki course. As usual, I come armed with notes, but without a script, so we will be meandering around these topics, and pursuing the scenic route to enlightenment. If this sounds interesting to you, stick around and while away the next half an hour or so with me as we explore these things together. If you enjoy this kind of content, please consider subscribing and share this page with your friends. I share. Three videos with you every week. Every Saturday, an unscripted video like this goes live. On Monday, I share a week-ahead energy update video with daily Law of Attraction affirmations. And every Wednesday, a video version of one of my channeled meditation tracks goes live. This week's meditation track, will be the Sacred Starseed Siren Light Codes, which is inspired by working with the Mintukan Light Beings, and the Lemurian Goddess Amara. The Light Language Channeling for this meditation is made up of a series of Lemurian Runes. Each rune has its own unique frequency, and aligns us with different types of energy. So this particular meditation will be very good for working on your self-healing, inner child healing, manifesting work or wish-granting practices, like if you're doing a spell to bring in positive energy, growth, success, those kinds of possibilities. And of course, it will be great for working with the Dolphin Heart Reiki Attunement Course or any of the Lemurian and Oceanic Energy Courses, which you can find on the Myastar website at myastar.net by looking for the Course Category Menu for Lemurian and Oceanic Energies. We'll talk more about the Dolphin Heart Reiki course towards the end of this video, but I want to start off addressing a question that was posed by one of the YouTube viewers. Brandy asks, and I'll I'll read this one out, so excuse me looking at the screen. I've been curious about tattoos and energies and how that affects your body, your energy, can you please elaborate sometime? Well, Brandy, yes, I'm going to elaborate now, and I think this was a fantastic question. Not only because it's about energy healing, but also because it's about tattoos, and I happen to have a lot of them, and most people probably don't realize that about me, but yes, I, I am covered from about here to the bottom of my hips, front and back with tattoos now obviously you can't see them when I'm wearing my normal clothes and all of them were chosen and dedicated as part of my spiritual practice so I'm happy to talk about this because it is something that I do myself it is something I've thought about a lot and I've also had a few thoughts about how other people if you have a tattoo and you don't like it how you might work with it and make it a part of your healing journey, because I, I really think that's possible. And I think this might apply, The some of these principles may apply to other situations, like if you just have issues with your body, if you find that you have negative thoughts about yourself, or you have... Low self esteem, and you tie that to your appearance, for example. Perhaps some of these ideas might inspire you to think about things in a different way and move on from some of the more restrictive ways of thinking. I would also say if you know somebody who has a tattoo and has chosen that for magical purposes, you may want to share this video with them and also if you know somebody who has a tattoo and is not happy with it and feels it is disruptive to their energy or perhaps they just simply regret doing it, perhaps this video may have some ideas that can inspire them to move beyond those limitations. So first of all, I think I'll start this by telling you about what my tattoos are. I suppose I should probably go in the order that I got them, because they, although it all looks like one piece, because it's all the same style and the same colours, it was built over a period of years in fact, many hours of work, and um, I think the very first tattoo I got was a bulk knot, which is on my wrist. And at the same time as having that, I had another symbol tattooed on my wrist, which was for protection and was part of a magical group that I was working with at the time. And which the rituals of which group I still use to this day, so it is a big part of my life. And the Volk Knot is a symbol of dedication to the Norse god Odin. The symbol is sometimes called Odin's Knot. Some people find this quite a a dangerous symbol. They are wary of those who would dedicate themselves to Odin. Odin is a god for those who want to pursue a self-mastery path, essentially. If you want to develop yourself, if you want to be better than you were and you're you're working towards elevating your position in life, that doesn't mean that you need, you're trying to become rich or powerful or anything like that, but it's to do with whether you are working towards improving yourself for whatever reason and making progress on your path. It's a symbol that works well if you are dedicating yourself to the magical path and taking the god Odin as a patron, for example. But other people that would be drawn to Norse paganism may not find it a very relevant symbol to them if they are more concerned with celebrating the seasons and connecting with other pagans but not really pursuing a path of self-development. If you're pursuing a magical path, often your path is a lot more difficult and tends to be more painful than other people's because you're volunteering to learn from everything you experience and then when you go through something that's a really difficult time, you have to confront it in a way that other people who aren't pursuing that path don't need to. So, where other people can navigate the world one way, if you are pursuing a magical path, you may be called upon to face darker aspects of yourself and deal with your deficiencies work on things and keep moving forward. It's not a path for everyone. So that was my first tattoo and that was one that I had quite a long time before the others because I had that after my third degree initiation into the Gardnerian tradition. My first coven was a Gardnerian coven but my third degree initiation included a dedication to Odin and Freya, and my high priestess at the time honoured that slight adjustment to the ritual. After that, Some years later, I I can't remember how many years, I had a heart tattooed, which is between my hip bones and it has wings coming out of it, but in a stylized way, sort of looking like uh, a tribal kind of style with the colours in pink and blue. So that was the first one of the sort of like a column of tattoos that I have on on my front. Like I say, I can't remember the order that I got these in, but every single one of them was planned. So... The first one was the heart, then above that I've got a triple moon, which goes around my navel, so you've got the full moon in the middle, and then you've got the crescent moons on each side. Above that, sort of from my waist, well, across my whole stomach, is a butterfly, again in a tribal style and shaded in pink and blue. Above that, I have both of my breasts are tattooed up to about here again pink and blue in the tribal style then on my back I have a wavy line like this of stars going from the top to the base of my spine but waving from side to side and then my hips have stylized wings but all of these I designed actually I should have mentioned that part of the process was me designing each of these tattoos before it was placed and choosing the colours and everything like that that was all part of my process I planned these well in advance, the, this, none of these were received on a whim or anything. Yeah, so the, I've got the stars and I've got wings on my hips, they are the, probably the biggest tattoos that I've got I had the most shading and beneath those, the stars from my back continue around that so just underneath the wing design that surrounds my hips it probably looks a little bit like if you were to try if you're trying to imagine what the shape is it would look a bit like if you tied a short sarong (laughs) around each side and so you've got a sort of curve on each hip and then the stars go underneath that and join on to the stars on my back so it's like I say it's all one piece Um, but it is quite elaborate and was built over a period of years and yes each part of it I spent time creating the designs myself and trying out different designs to see what I would prefer but that was part of my personal process so there was a great deal of meditation considering what the tattoo would mean to me what my purpose was in receiving it and that kind of thing and then after I'd received each part of this well I could call it one tattoo now but it, after I'd received each part I would perform a dedication ritual to Odin and Freya and um, sometimes with another witch that I work closely with and um, with the Norse deities And and basically, these would be rituals where I would state my intentions going forward on my magical path, acknowledge the progress I'd made up to that point, and open myself to the gods for guidance on my next steps. So for me, This was a a very magical process. But how would that affect my energy? Well, for me, because I was putting so much consideration into the designs, into the process, into the meaning, and then completing rituals for each part of the creation. My energy was very much aligned with the process. There wasn't any incongruence between the designs and symbols on my body and my intentions. I would say that there is a good chance that your energy would be affected by the design itself, as well as your intentions in receiving it. And that would be in alignment with the experiences and experiments of Dr. Emoto, who wrote a book called The Hidden Messages in Water. And basically he did some experiments where he put labels on jars Of water and then reduced the temperatures so that drops of water would form ice crystals and then he photographed them to see if different words had different effects on the quality of the water. And he concluded that yes, things, thoughts, words energy has a massive effect on water and music as well. Music has a powerful effect on water. What you can conclude from that is just having a design on your skin might have an effect on the water within your body. So for example, if you were to have the word hate tattooed on your body, that might not be having a very positive effect on the water within your body whereas if you were to have the word love tattooed on your body it might be having a positive effect on the water within your body and I'm sure not everybody's going to believe in the possibilities and potential of Dr. Emoto's experiments. I don't know how conclusive his results were. I really don't. But I do think it's an interesting concept and it's certainly something that carries some weight. If you have any experience of energy work or working with magic, then you've probably come across things like that, experiences like that, where you've experienced the energetic quality of different runes, for example, or other symbols that you've worked with, and you can feel the energy coming off them. So what would be any different for symbols that we put on our bodies or words that we put on our bodies? Words are symbolic of things as well. So it would work in the same way so in that regard I would say if you're considering getting a tattoo do some big thinking about it first not just for the sake of this is going to have to last you a lifetime sort of thing but in respect of what you want this to represent how you hope and intend it will affect your energy consider these things in advance and make sure you're fully aligned with whatever energy you're trying to express through the process and that brings me on to thoughts about people who have tattoos that they regret or have tattoos that they didn't put any thought into, and they just chose them while they were on holiday or on a whim or something like that, and they may feel uncomfortable about it. But some of that discomfort might just be that you regret the circumstances that you got the tattoo in and you feel a bit stupid for doing something like that on a whim when it would cost you a lot of money and a lot of pain to get rid of it now and every time you look at it all you can think about is how stupid you were on holiday and that sort of thing. If you've got a tattoo like that, I think because of the way I work with my own body art, I think I can help you to find a way around it and my recommendation would be to take a photograph of it and then meditate on it and think about all the different things that it might mean. Let me try and come up with an example off the top of my head that's going to be really random and probably kind of stupid. Okay, you went on holiday, you were flicking through one of those big tattoo books and you saw a you saw a tattoo of Dumbo the Elephant from the Disney cartoon and you thought, oh, I used to love Dumbo. Yeah, I'll have that one. And you almost immediately regretted it because it really was just on a whim. And now you've got a Dumbo tattoo and all it makes you think is, I'm such a Dumbo. Well, perhaps you could move beyond that by taking a photograph of it and spending some weeks maybe meditating on it, to think about what this symbol means to you. Now, obviously, it would be an elephant, a young elephant. So, what's sacred about an elephant? Well, immediately you think of Lord Ganesh from the Hindu mythology. And he's supposed to be really good at organizing things. He's very clever. He's very good for bringing prosperity and helping you to overcome challenges. So perhaps you could see it like that. Perhaps this tattoo doesn't mean you're a Dumbo. Perhaps it's there to teach you about moving beyond challenges. Perhaps it's there to help you overcome other obstacles. Perhaps you could start to see it in that way. And then perhaps after you've spent some time meditating on it, and perhaps even for years you might reflect on it and consider it, perhaps after a while, you decide that you don't want to have this tattoo the way it is, you want to change it and then you could go and see another tattoo artist and perhaps they would be able to adapt it and turn it into a bit of a Lord Ganesh style elephant, something that resonates more powerfully with you, um, something more meaningful or perhaps you leave it exactly as it was and it is symbolic to you of Lord Ganesh after meditating on it for many weeks many months perhaps you feel much more at peace with your choice and empowered but if it's something really terrible I mean supposing you got somebody's name and then you broke up with them that would be a bit tragic I think perhaps in that situation it would be best to speak to a tattoo artist about the potential for cover-up tattoos and ask them for some ideas and perhaps if they've got a few ideas of things that would work well for covering up a tattoo, you could write down those ideas then go off and think about them so that you're not covering up a mistake, you're choosing a piece of body art that you align with, resonate with and which will express something essential from within you and will align with your energy and amplify those possibilities within you, the things that you're working towards, the things that you hope for, the things that you vibe with. And then you can spend some time, don't rush into getting the cover-up tattoos, spend some time thinking about it, spend some time looking at different tattoo designs and thinking about what's going to resonate best with you and keep liaising with the tattoo artist to see if any of these would be possible or how it might work sort of thing so i do think that's a possibility for people who have regrets because i think if you have a regret about a tattoo you're sort of resenting yourself in a way and that's problematic for your energy. If you're in two minds about a a tattoo after you've had it, that's going to compromise your energy far more than if you had a tattoo that said hate or something negative. It's more likely to affect your energy if you are having an emotional response to that tattoo. But the same thing would apply to if you continuously looked at yourself in the mirror and complained to yourself about your cellulite or in any way just criticised your own body and treated it like it was an object to be appraised and judged rather than the vehicle for your soul to express itself and develop towards higher consciousness. I mean, when you put it like that, it does seem a bit ridiculous that we can get so wound up about these things because essentially we are divine beings existing in a physical form for a short period of time and whatever we choose to do to our bodies is only going to be affecting us for a, a very very brief period of time i suppose another thing i might think about the um, possibility for how a tattoo could affect your energy is if you had any kind of negative experience for the tattoo i can't remember which channel it is but there is a, a lady who talks about tattoos and she had an enormous blackwork tattoo is it tends to be quite painful because they have to go over and over and over very close together it's and the black ink goes a bit deeper than the colored shading that you might have so it tends to be more painful when receiving the tattoo but she had a terrible experience when getting a tattoo on her back which she found excruciatingly painful during the procedure and then the healing was just as bad and she now suffers with chronic pain because of it. So it's a bad tattoo artist could actually do damage to your nerves. Do make sure that you go to somebody who's reputable and has many years of experience and If possible, talk to some people who have had tattoos from them. It's a bit easier to do that now with people having a social media presence. um, So you can see examples of their work and whether people are happy with them and that kind of thing. Another consideration you might have when it comes to tattoos is how you're going to use it afterwards. Are you literally just going to have it on your skin and then leave it there and not think about it again? Or is it something that you're going to use, for example as I use mine during ritual magic? Now I've mentioned in previous videos that when I'm doing temple work, where I do spells for people, Tantric Shamanic rituals and send energy attunements for people taking courses from Maya Star Academy, which net. you can find everything I do there. Um, And My Magical is where you can find my spell casting services, magical interventions and ritual intensives that I offer on a a monthly basis, moon cycle ones. But my tattoos actually play a part in my temple work. Now, as I mentioned in a previous video, I wear scarves. Rather than having different colored robes and things, I use scarves during rituals for bringing in relevant colors and symbols. And because of the way that I perform those rituals, most of them have a lot of dancing. Some of them are exclusively dance-based and don't have any words or spoken invocations, chants or anything like that. So, usually, I'm wearing a scarf around my hips, sometimes a skirt, and my tattoos are always on display for the gods, but that's something that's exclusive to the gods and not something that's available to other people kind of thing. So, for me, my tattoos have become a way of, when I remove my clothes, I am already dressed for a ritual like these symbols express my magical intentions they're part of a prayer in fact i did actually write a prayer that i used before ceremonies um quite a while ago and i don't always use it now but um certain lines in it were expressing parts of that tattoo so using that prayer also further empowered those symbols for me They became part of a prayer, they're part of an expression that I'm making to the gods whenever I'm prepared for a ritual and therefore I'm not wearing any clothes to cover the tattoos. So if you're intending to get tattoos for magical purposes that's also something to consider where are you going to put them and do you want them to be concealed when you're going about your usual day-to-day life keeping them as something sacred something between you and the gods kind of thing that's what works for me That's not going to work for everyone but yeah i was really excited to talk about this i think you can probably tell i had a lot to say about it so i'm glad somebody raised this question thank you brandy it was a fantastic question, and I have to say, I've never for one moment regretted my tattoos. So, I'm even thinking about getting recolored at some point and maybe have some of the lines because the lines are black, maybe have those neatened up a bit. It will be expensive and it will take quite a long time, but. It's certainly something I've never regretted. It's a big part of my spiritual practice. And my only advice to other people would be to think about it. Decide what it means to you. Don't do anything on a whim. And uh, if you have done something on a whim, work with yourself to overcome it. Don't just sit there resenting a part of your body. That's not a good thing. That's never a good thing. And don't sit there thinking, God, I'm so stupid. Why did I do something so impulsive that was really dumb maybe it was but then maybe the whole point of the tattoo is to teach you not to do that again and then you can look at the tattoo and it reminds you this is why I stop and I take a breath and I don't act I don't get credit card out I wait And (laughs) you know it could become something like that for you it could become that this is the way that I remind myself to not do anything stupid To always think things through and decide what they mean to me ahead of time. And then after a while, the tattoo that you so regretted might become something very powerful for you and something very positive in your life. And these things that I'm saying about tattoos can probably apply to many other things. So don't think that this only applies to people who are interested in tattoos have tattoos this could easily apply to a you cut your fringe in the middle of the lockdown that sort of thing it could be that kind of thing although at least that grows out doesn't it so you don't have to go and get a laser treatment to sort that up so i think that's everything i wanted to say about the tattoo thing i may actually write an article at some point because I feel like that this is quite an interesting topic and something that people would enjoy as part of the Energy Healing Articles series, because there are 49 Energy Healing Articles on this channel and podcast, and I always wondered what the 50th one would be, and I think this subject is perhaps in the running for for another episode, so I'll certainly think about that. And thank you again, Brandy, for your fantastic question. I hope other people have enjoyed it and I hope you were here to hear the answer. If you feel like I've missed anything in this discussion, let me know in the comments. If you've got any more questions, put those in the comments. I've got a increasingly long list of questions waiting to be answered in these videos. And I've got one other question this week that I'm going to address and that was from Lily. Lily asked, When you say you consult your oracles, do you mean you're using an oracle deck? This was an emailed question, and it was in response to an email that I sent to her at the beginning of a magical working. I always consult with my oracles before I schedule a spell into the temple diary. That's just to ensure that there are no negative Indications for this working, there is nothing that could go wrong, there's nothing off with the timing and that kind of thing. So, before it goes into the temple diary, I always have to consult my oracles. And no, it's not an oracle deck, I actually use the tarot and the runes predominantly for that work. But when I say I'm consulting with my oracles. It's not even just working with the tarot or the runes. I'm consulting with my spiritual guides, the four principal guides that I work with for all my temple work. And although I don't use oracle decks in that capacity, in fact, I don't think I've ever used an oracle deck in the temple. I've got a lot of oracle decks, but the way I tend to use them is as meditation cards or or meditating on as you fall asleep as an aid to inspiring your dreams sort of thing so I, I do enjoy oracle cards but I don't actually use them really as part of my ritual work or anything like that they're not something I work with too regularly just when I feel drawn to pull a card and I get them mostly for the artwork I think, I enjoy the artwork. And now we're coming to the updates for Maya Star and that brings us to this week's special offer which is the Dolphin Heartbreaky Course. This energy attunement course has two attunements, one to pink energy, one to gold energy and it aligns you with the higher heart chakra. It's a very good energy for connecting with, for Lemurian work, inner child healing, emotional healing or developing your connection with the Goddess Amara. Working with dolphins really helps you to connect with the Lemurian Mother Goddess. The Higher Heart Chakra is connected with the Thymus Gland and may be helpful in developing your immune system. But certainly any kind of energy healing can help you to relax more. And in that respect, all energy healing is going to be helpful for your immune system, because anything that helps you to manage stress is going to essentially make your body healthier. So the Dolphin Heart Reiki course is no exception. And that will be on the special offer price for the next seven days. And you can find that on the Myastar website at myastar.net. And if you would like to stay on top of all the latest updates and all my latest offerings, you can subscribe to the Myastar newsletter through the website and I'll keep you up to date. And I think that's everything I wanted to talk to you about today. I hope you found this episode interesting. And as I say, if you have any other questions, please leave them in the comment section below or email them to me and I'll be sure to get to them in a future unscripted episode. I hope you've had a good week and I hope you're about to have another one. And I hope you'll be back here next week for some more mystical meanderings with me. But in the meantime, I wish you peace peace prosperity and progress in all you do with blessings.